It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Thanks for joining us. Obviously, you can stay up to date. All things JLNK just by heading over to the website, jlnkshow.com. What do we got coming up today? Well, we're going to learn. We all know what a devil's threesome is, right? Indeed. A man has a devil's threesome with his lady, and now he has some questions. Hmm. Uh, We've got a fella that has irritable bowel syndrome, and if he wants to know what is the etiquette for sleeping with his co-worker, I think the etiquette is you just fucking go home and be cool. Uh, We'll find out how to skinny dip. And then we've got a young man who uh, is headed off to jail, and he has to smuggle some contraband into the jail. How was the last week of your life, Ben, knowing that uh, one out of every two people you meet wipes standing up? That's weird, man. I still don't get it. Nah. All right. Uh, Are you horny and aggressive? (laughs) Well, I guess it depends on the day of the week. This fella decided he was a little more too, he was a little hornier and a little more aggressive than he typically should be, and decided to get it looked into. His name is Sean. He went and told somebody about this. Uh, Sean said he had a sudden onset of aggressive behavior. Um... He was uh, shocked. We've, we've all seen the BBC stuff where you get those animals that will like fight real hard for a, you know to get a mate and then immediately go have sex with her. Well, that's Sean. He was a little shocked after learning that his sudden onset of horny and aggressive behavior was the result of what? That's right, internet pornography. <laughs> that's not true. It gets it w- me all riled up. It was a brain tumor. Oh. Oh, shit, so this was, like, for real, real. Chad said, I had personality changes, he says. Uh, he said he was really tired all the time. Amen, brother. Yeah. He was really horny all the time. Okay. And it was aggressive. He said he found it. He found himself at odds with his usual personality, which is normally very chilled and easygoing with loads of energy. <laughs> so you feel when you're becoming aggressive, huh? It's like the, when the Hulk turns. Yeah, like, I can't stop myself. He said, oh, he said he was also losing his sight and his sense of smell. Now, who's the real loser in this situation? That's right. It's his wife. (laughs) Oh, he's married? His wife booked an eye test uh, because of his loss of sight. Uh, She's She's like, yeah, he's been a fucking handful as of late. They didn't get anything out of the eye test, but they did request further scans, which revealed an orange size mass in his brain. All right, well, that's not small at all. No, that's big. It's the size of your fist. He was diagnosed, obviously, with a brain tumor, along with blindness and other physical effects. Um, it also includes mood mood swings, aggression, and the loss of inhibition or restraints. Oh, he's like, I'm hey. down for anything. I'm a monster. It says, it says the loss of inhibitions or restraints and behaving in socially or culturally unacceptable ways. <laughs> this sounds dirty hey, as fuck. Of all the brain tumor things you've heard, this sounds like the most fun kind of a brain right. tumor to get. Hey, you're aggressive, you're horny, and you're not really, you don't really give a shit about what society thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Damn your norms. Yeah. I don't care. 
This, losing his uh, sense of taste, though, a sense of sight and smell, that's pretty terrifying. The rest of it sounds like I could probably handle it. Yeah, you're super horny and blind. You're like, I don't even know where I'm at or what I'm doing. He said, in all honesty, when I found out it didn't feel real, my entire family and friends were so worried that I wouldn't, uh, that I, oh, I didn't feel able to show any weakness or that it phased me. I had a positive attitude, generally believed that I would be all right, but I was terrified on the inside. He had to undergo, uh, he had the tumor removed the same year. Now he undergoes regular checkups to see if there's any reoccurrence. That's the problem, hey, though. They took the tumor out? That's the problem, though. Every time he gets turned on, as soon as he gets a little bit weird sexually, his wife is like, whoa, I think there's another tumor in there banging around. You're like, no, this is just something I've been interested in for a little bit. <laughs> you can't say, ah, oh, I saw something on the internet I thought we should try. She's like, no, no, that sounds like a tumor to me. They do say that brain tumors are indiscriminate and they affect anybody at any age. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, he now devotes time and effort to help combat uh, this uh, condition uh, that currently affects one million Americans. Oh, his brother even took a uh, partook in a bike race to raise funds for the brain tumor research, uh, a, a charity organization to combat the disease. That's wild, man. So if you feel yourself just a little over the edge where you're not supposed to be, you could have a tumor. Hey, I'm trying to wonder how far <laughs> over the edge you have to be before you before you notice things are weird. You're like that browser window closes. You're like, I fucking just I looked into the abyss and it didn't scare me. Laying in bed in the middle of the night, you're like, wow, I really crossed a line there. I, <laughs> I, that was really aggressive. I, I said some shit I shouldn't have said. I tried some shit I shouldn't have tried. I crossed a line. <laughs> I have done something I feel bad about. And culturally unacceptable. Yeah. That's dirty. That's dirty as hell. I wonder how bad it got. <laughs> Society would shun me if they knew. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing isn't permitted around here, right? <laughs> All right. Dude's down for a devil's threesome. All right. That's and then he two, has some questions. That's two dudes and a lady, right? It's, uh, yep. Two men, one woman, a man calling himself, and I think this will tell you exactly what his problem is. He calls himself, am I by now? <laughs> reached oh. re- reached I, out. Without even any details, I already see where things have gone wrong. He says during his devil's threesome, he knows that the woman is the star of the show, right? Meaning he and the other guy, no contact, no contact. Right. They did. It says they did, however, engage in a little. I don't know how you could pull little in front of something like this. It seems fucking huge. They did engage in a little DP action. <laughs> to me, that sounds like a much bigger deal than using the word little. Yeah. It's just a little DP. Hey, just a little DP. No, DP is, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. When you first trip across DP as a, as a young man on the, on the internet or in a magazine, you've already been down a few rabbit holes before, before you finally realize that some women like to have two wieners inside them, and all you can think is, uh, I, I, there was before I knew about DP me, and then there's after DP me. I can't even get somebody to take one, and these women are begging for two. I don't get it. They did, however, engage in a little DP action, which, again, uh, that doesn't mean... Um, oh, he says, uh, the guy is wondering if he is bi or bi-flexible. I don't know what is by. I think that's a machine at the gym, right? Yeah. I was on the by flexible today, really working those uh, chest muscles. I think you're either into sexual activity with other guys or you're not. He wants to know you now. Be, I guess you could be sort of into it. He says he now wants to know if he can even be considered straight. 
the experts say uh, sex acts don't have to have sexual orientation. I think though what that means is when you get caught up in the moment, you get caught up in the moment. Yeah. There's no orientation here. You're in a weird spot, so you're doing weird shit. That, and plus, a DP situation is something only porno actors and like 12 other people have been involved in ever. There's no roadmap for how to behave in that sort of a situation. Well, like, like your penis is brushing up against another man's, but you're also inside of a vagina. So, right. That's so gay, and it isn't gay at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that is gay while doing the least gay thing there is. But. I don't know, but I assume that your balls are probably touching, right? Yeah, dude, the mechanics of that sex act have always... Uh, It defies, I think, biology. They say uh, it's only bisexual if you want it to be instead of worrying about doing something like that. uh, What it says about him, he should be asking himself some questions, say the experts. Be honest with yourself, they say. What aroused him about the devil's threesome? Was it seeing the woman getting off on all the attention, or was it fact that you were going nuts to nuts with another dude? Yeah, I guess there's that. Uh, was he aroused that there was another dude there? Does he, ha- does he have any desire to experiment with the other guy as well? No matter what his answer is, labels, uh, I guess, help you determine what and what isn't necessary. Uh, basically, they're telling the guy, just, hey, uh, don't sweat it. Just, you know, slowly work your way into... Wherever it is that you are now. Imagine that being the very first woman to pull that off. She's like, hey, I got an idea. There's you, but what if there was another you? They're mathematically writing it down. They're like, mother of God, this might work. And she's like, oh, thank God. Okay, good, good. This is what I was hoping for. All right, this dude suffers from irritable bowel syndrome. Obviously, there's some embarrassing side effects when you have irritable bowel syndrome. He's asking for some advice. This man also has a problem. Okay. He said he recently started dating a co-worker. Always and, tricky. And they can sleep over whenever they want. Nice. He's had a fear of sleeping over, though, because he figured, you know, with the irritable bowel syndrome, you know. But he decided to give it a go anyway. He slept over a few times, and then it happened. It woke him up. Holy shit, the bed. It would be a huge fart, which I guess is a side effect of irritable bowel syndrome. He says, the fart woke him up. There's no way she didn't hear it, too. Now he's wondering if he should address uh, the the elephant in the room. Nah. Every guy has that moment in a relationship where either you fart first or she does, but usually when it's the woman, it's because they're asleep and you're not, and you're like, ah, I heard it. You're a farter. (laughs) You can't deny it. He says the solution might be as simple as just being honest about a situation. Yeah, that'll get you laid. You have irritable bowel syndrome. Well, he's already getting laid. I don't think she can pull back and recoil and say, oh, "Oh my God, you have IBS. Absolutely. I don't think you're allowed to do do that with IBS. He's like, I have this weird diarrhea potty problem. Um... And sometimes it doesn't happen, and sometimes it does. They say, uh, if a meal isn't sitting right, he can apologize in advance and beg for forgiveness. That's where you're not getting the sex. I'm sorry, my stomach is a little bothered by dinner tonight. Don't jostle me. It's likely that she'll just laugh it off and understand. Maybe. Who knows? 
I bet she'd understand, man. Women love nothing more than talking about poop. Frequency, pooping too much, not pooping enough. It's too hard, too soft, not, not there. Not with men, though. Not Same not with week. not with a sex partner. Like, how many times has your wife mentioned to you that she got diarrhea from dinner the night before? <laughs> Zero times. Zero times. Now, I'm sure she's mentioned it to her friends a million times. To you, a possible sex partner, not at all. Yeah, all right. You're looking a little clammy, babe. Yeah, I've had the I've had the runs all day. Oh, terrible meal. Terrible meal last night. It's it's just rocketing right through me. Although I didn't send my wife a text today. It said, "Well, I think I found out how many how many days in a row I can tolerate reheated ribs." I may shit myself on the way home from work today. She's like, "Down there, it's a it's like a faucet that I get. <laughs> I've broken the knob." All right, skinny dipping. It is summertime. Why not take a dip? A nude dip. I didn't know there was etiquette when it came to skinny dipping. Uh, a winter oh, or a summer, obviously, is the, the best time of year to skinny dip. Of course. It's probably super shitty in the winter time. So here's the etiquette that you must follow. Now, first of all, you got to worry about the laws. Obviously, public nudity you need to consider uh, if there's a beach. Uh, you know, at a school, I wouldn't, I wouldn't skinny dip there. We never went skinny dipping as kids because the one, the two different bodies of water that uh, we would occasionally jump in were known for leeches and water moccasins. So it's, it's always funny because they tell you about the bacteria and all the terrible things that live in water, and you're like, oh, I can't skinny dip. I might catch whatever the hell is in this water. Yeah, like underwear is going to keep it away from my genitals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Swimming suits not real protective. So here's how you should be discreet and safe while skinny dipping. These are what they recommend. One, I think the, I think the underwear keeps you safe from leeches, right? They yeah. Can't, they can't latch on through some tiny whiteies. Well, I mean, if you got a little flare in the leg, obviously they can get up there. I really, you know, I, I don't know how I don't know how leeches swim. Are they side to side or are they up and down? If they're oh. up and down, you're fucked. It's gonna get in you. They say, bring a friend when you go skinny dipping. If nobody knows you went skinny dipping, did it really happen? I thought it was just you or you and like a lady friend. It's pretty intimate and kind of hot. But if it's like you and the boys, that's weird. Right. Having a bestie by your side can make a lifelong memory and help you shake any self-conscious feelings you may have. Oh, I don't know about this. It says, skinny dip sober. Having, no. a few, having a few drinks before you jump in is dangerous. Alcohol affects your balance and increases the risk of getting injured. Plus, it will make you louder, which raises the risks of getting caught. Yeah, but being a little bit drunk is also how you get in the mood to skinny dip. It's not someone you know, with booze on their breath, like, we should go skinny dipping. It, it may not be how you get into the mood. You may always be in the mood, but it'll definitely give you the confidence to say, yeah, you know what? What the hell? Let's do it. Undress underwater. Boo. Don't let this get around. If you're feeling modest, leave your bathing suit area covered until your neck deep in the water, then take off your clothes, tie it around your waist until you get ready to put it all back on. I thought the point of skinny dipping was so you put your dry clothes on back when you were done. Right. And also, I think the best piece of advice if you're going to go skinny dipping is take your clothes off on the beach, right? Let everybody see you in your full glory before you go into the water. Right. Because this is if not you're com- how I am now. This is how I was. Right. But, but Because if they get their first glance of you, if you take off your pants when you're in the water, they don't get to see you as good as it gets. They have to see you when you're coming out of the water. 
Yeah, I think undressing. Which is insignificant compared to what you're going into the water with. I think undressing under the water is like behavior you'd find in a motel, like a motel hot tub where it's in the parking lot. Right. They say, obviously, when it comes to skinny dipping, take a dip in the dark. Yep. Hey, done and done. You know, we should try this in the daylight. Mm. Hide your clothes and your towel. If you're worried that pranksters, uh, if, you're wor- if you're worried about pranksters, what was that? Was that grown? Was that grown up? When everybody was skinny dipping, those kids stole their clothes. Yeah, that's happened in a couple and, of different movies. And then what? Stifler shit in their cooler. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? That wasn't Grown Ups. What was that? Uh, One of those American Pie movies. Yeah, I think so. They say stash your clothes, your towel, personal items somewhere where they can't be seen. Nothing ruins your fun of skinny dipping quicker than realizing you ain't got no fucking clothes on. Hey, what do you do with that position? Just scream out for assistance? You just go back to your car and, you know, hope you die. No photos when skinny dipping. There's one experience they don't need to capture for Instagram. We all get that. Oh, keep your hands to yourself when you're skinny dipping. Just because you're swimming nude doesn't mean it's sexual. I'll be honest mm. with you. I thought anytime I'm, yeah, there's a sexual, anytime sexual. I'm naked, it's a sexual situation unless I'm in the shower, which, by the way, could also be a sexual situation. <laughs> hey, that's me, me grabbing for a titty and then being shocked. Oh, did I misread the signs here? I thought you told me when you wanted to get naked with me, like this was a sex thing. Don't put your hands where they don't belong. And certainly don't put them on any, uh, anybody else joining you to skinny them. Only do what makes you comfortable. If all your friends are going skinny dipping, but the idea of being naked in a crowd terrifies you, just what? Don't. No, you fucking tough it out, you pussy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're supposed to say no to the invitation. Hey, you have to, otherwise you're going to get called a bitch. Yep. Oh, he's swimming with his panties on. You little bitch. Uh, You don't have to strip down because they are, no matter how hot it may be. All right, we don't understand this story at all. Let's wrap it up with this story. We've heard about people smuggling things into jail. It's called keystring. You shove things in your ass uh-huh. and you take it into jail. It's usually drugs. We've heard stories about cell phones being keistered into prison. Babies' diapers they'll use when they do visitation. There's all kinds of crazy ways to get stuff into prison. But it has to be useful. This is where this story confuses me. This guy, he's 24 years old. His name is Michael Brennan. Actually, his name is Michael Keanu Brennan. Nice. He was busted for fraud after using stolen credit cards to pay for for a $3,000 17-night stay at a vacation home in Florida. Hey, now that's a vacation. He was taken into custody. Cops discovered stolen driver's license, checks, social security cards, credit cards, debit cards, all in different names. Obviously, we know the type of person we're dealing with here, right? As he was being booked, he was warned that he would face additional charges if he was caught carrying any contraband into the jail. And and, and I know if you're you're thinking, oh, oh that's fine. I keistered it, man. I, I shoved everything up my fanny. Right. Nobody's going to get this. I'm gold. He didn't keister anything which is okay that's fine but he still managed to take something in and that something was bullets no gun bullets he insisted he had nothing on him but officers conducted a body search and they found live 22 caliber bullets positioned under his testicles he had them under his sack (laughs) 
<laughs> what kind of sack do you have that it's holding bullets? Yeah, hey man, I mean, I guess, what, I guess what they, good for him. What do they say? Uh, they say if you if you if you need to wear a bra, what do you do? You take a pencil and you put it under your boob. If the pencil falls, you don't need a bra. But if the pencil stays there, then you need a bra, right? You got to lift those things up. I had no idea it was the same situation for your testicles. That's really if funny. Can, if you can hold a bullet. Or if the bullet just falls to the ground, and you know, <laughs> what? The fact that he had more than one bullet, he had several. The things that the the wild thing about it is that I don't understand about the story is okay. He takes a bullet, which, which by the way, I can think of a better place to hide a bullet. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna fucking keister something, it seems like a bullet would be the easiest I thing. I don't know. Though sitting down, one of those things goes off somehow. It doesn't just go off somehow, though. That's what's great about keistering the bullet. It's not gonna come in contact with a flint in your anus. I sat down too hard. Shut myself off. I mean, you have you have your choice. Either we can shove a bullet in your fanny, or we can shove a cell phone, a flip phone up your fanny. Which one are you taking? How many beers have I had? Guy's now facing additional charges. You want to ever laugh at though? If he's got taking bullets in but no gun, that means he knows there's a gun somewhere in there. Right. That's what I'm afraid of. Is you know somebody on the inside? They're like, hey, I've whittled a so I whittled a gun out of a bar so. They're like, yo, Michael Keanu Brennan, are you coming to prison? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm on my way. They're like, hey, bring some bullets. We've got a gun and it sucks. But also, what are you gonna do? Try to break your way out of prison? I don't know. Uh, he obviously was arrested and uh, for introducing uh, contraband into a detention facility, so he's in even more trouble than he was to begin with. There he is, bullet balls. Yeah. Here he comes. So if you take this podcast and you go home or whatever it is that you're going to do tonight and you attempt to hide things under your scrotum, drop us a message and maybe we could, you know, talk about it next week on the podcast. What's the biggest thing you can hold under your scrote? A bullet? 12-gauge shotgun shell, maybe? A pickleball? Oh. How many things can you stuff behind your testicles? That's so funny. He's like, he must have panicked and been like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's really how you think you're going to get that into prison, huh? You were so close. The way, they, also, so close. The butthole was like right there. I also feel bad for the guy that has to search him too because he's got to lift up his nuts and then the bullet falls. The bullets <laughs> fall down to the ground. He's like, oh, there we go. There's the bullet. <laughs> like change in a couch cushion. All right. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Obviously, uh, we bring you a new one every Tuesday. You can stay up to date, all things JLK, by heading over to, of course, jlnkshow.com. We will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.